Urban mobility, the way we travel around towns and cities, is undergoing a significant transformation. At the forefront of that change is Bolt, which is helping people move around more than 500 cities around the world and in doing so, helping to reshape urban spaces for people and not cars. I'm Patrick Evenden, and on this episode of the Workday Podcast, I'm delighted to be joined by Andy Turnbull, Head of People Technology at Bolt. We're going to be talking about the challenges of working for one of the fastest growing companies in the world, how Bolt's technology helps it to stay flexible and agile, and intriguingly, honey badgers. Andy, great to have you on the show. We'll come on to speak about the honey badgers, but first, there won't be many people who haven't already taken a journey using Bolt. But for those who aren't yet converts, can you tell us about Bolt and its journey to becoming one of the fastest growing companies in the world? For sure. So we were started in Tallinn, Estonia uh, by the big boss, Marcus Villig. Started in ride hailing as our core product and then expanded to micromobility, so things like scooters and bikes, uh, Bolt Drive, uh, Bolt Food, which is about uh, delivering ready-made meals, and Bolt Market, which is our 15-minute grocery delivery product. Um, and you know, we often see this term hypergrowth in our industry and, and a few others and, and big tech companies like ours. It's thrown around a, a lot, right? It's somewhat mm-hmm. of a cliche now, but <laughs> when we say hypergrowth, we really mean crazy levels of growth. So from that one city, Tallinn, we now operate in over 500 cities across 45 countries with 100 million customers. So we're talking real, wow. real volume. And what that translates to in terms of our business growth is 13 times in terms of GMV growth over the last four years. So the business has grown, our geographical spread has grown, and, and the products we're offering have grown too. So yeah, it's been a, a mad journey. A crazy few years, I can imagine. Andy, you're head of people technology at a company that is growing at a phenomenal rate. What challenges does that pose and what growing pains have you had to work through at Bolt? Yeah, I think alongside the classic growing pains that every startup organization has, um, something which is really shaping how Bolt has grown is the fact that um, you know we have this culture of being a honey badger. And we'll talk in a bit more depth about what that means, but one of the big impacts uh, it has is the people that we recruit and the style of business that we are running. And what we're doing is we're giving maximum autonomy to our country managers. And what that means is when we launch a new market, it's not like we have a template which they just deploy and then you know it's run from our head- headquarters in Tallinn. It's rather more like they've initiated a startup in a new location and they're mm-hmm. starting from scratch. So we give as much autonomy as possible. And then what can be difficult from an HQ functions perspective and an ERP perspective is how we actually balance that local autonomy with centralized processes, mm-hmm. HQ functions, consistent service for customers globally, and then for employees uh, as our customers globally. And just being able to balance uh, you know, a country manager uh, on the other side of the world who wants to run things in their way versus doing things in a centralized way, which will keep people like our auditors uh, and future shareholders. You know, We're looking to IPO. So when we get to that point as well, there's even more regulatory barriers, right? So for us, it's right, how do we balance this culture of autonomy and being able to move fast and remove bureaucracy with ticking all the boxes we need to as a large entity. And, and I suppose as well, giving you flexibility when it comes to the cultural practices in a particular geography, you know, you're not imposing a central view of how those organizations should operate. You're giving them the, the flexibility to be the way they are. A hundred percent. So one of our core principles at Bolt is no corporate BS. And that's something <laughs> all of us struggle with, you know, m- myself and uh, the rest of us on the People Tech team. Uh, you know, we see real value in bringing people from large consulting organizations. So kind of by nature, we are a bit corporate bullshitty already. Um, so it's, uh, it's an interesting transition, you know, something we have to 
upskill on all of us joining from large corporate organizations is um, we like to speak in language everyone understands because we're mm -hmm. in so many countries. English is not the first language of everyone. And, you know, we want to be as accessible as possible. And actually, you know, what we find is information that can come across in the simplest way possible is digested a lot, a lot easier. So kind of getting rid of some of those corporate buzzwords can be tricky for us ex-consultants, but, um, you know, we, uh, we like to walk the walk rather than talk the talk. Good, good. Uh, so for fast-growing companies, um, agility is key. How's, how's technology helping Bolt to create more flexibility that enables you to grow as, as quickly as you are? Absolutely. So thinking of Workday in particular, what it's really enabled us to do, and one of the, the key benefits realized, I guess, from an HCM perspective, is alongside us growing a really self-sufficient um, internal capability and growing a really an in-house dream team of really, really skilled, respected um, resources from ex-consultancy and from other large customers, is we've been able to deploy things rapidly and at speed. And for an organization like us, you know, we really can't plan even two or three quarters ahead because mm -hmm. we could pivot, we could launch new markets, new products, we could have different worker types, you know, we just don't know. So for us, flexibility is key and being able to mitigate a risk or being able to deploy something new for the first time at speed wow. is huge for us. We're also at our heart very frugal. Businesses like us, you know, they consolidate over the years. There's not many of us left in, in, in this industry. And it's so important, especially in these economic times, for us to be as efficient as possible. Um, and what that translates to for us as a, a people technology and an ERP tech team at Bolt is if we can do things at speed, we're not only delivering at speed and able to mitigate risks that might come up or new objectives, but we're able to do things in an efficient and frugal way. You know, we're not going to throw away money on some huge deployment. We like to do things fast, have an MVP style deployment and iterate on that. And that's how our business is used to working. So a couple of examples recently, uh, last year we deployed our first, Bolt's first ever global salary review, an right. annual salary review. And we used Workday Advanced Comp and we were able to um, deploy uh, Workday Advanced Comp in one month globally for the organization, which is kind of unheard of, extremely fast. And we certainly wouldn't be able to do it with a team that was overly reliant on external resources. So uh, really, really happy on that front. And then more recently, in many of the markets we operate in, in Western Europe, it's you know increasingly, for regulatory reasons, you need to start tracking employee time. So, uh, and, and you know we have different worker types. We have office-based employees, and we also have frontliners who are mm -hmm. you know fixing and collecting our scooters on the streets of Stockholm here, uh, <laughs> or signing up drivers on the streets of London. So really, really different working styles, and they require their time to be tracked in many of our markets in different ways. And we were able to deploy time tracking functionality using Workday in five weeks uh, in wow. five of our Eastern European countries for uh, micromobility, which is probably our most complex vertical when it comes to the type of workers and uh, some of the complexities you have to work through. So that again, for me, was kind of unheard of before we were able to build this, this team and this setup and the capability that we have. Brilliant, fantastic. Bolt takes a different approach to employee experience. For a start, you don't have employees, you have honey badgers. Andy, tell us some more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So this has been something uh, with Bolt that was started by Marcus right at the beginning. And it was really about, we're a, a small player. We need to really be big hitters and, and kind of punch above our weight uh, versus competitors and have no fear. Um, and what it's translated to is we become a larger organization with a bigger global remit and less competitors and actually leading some of our markets is thinking of ourselves a bit differently. So uh, probably three, three main elements. So the first one would be great people over complex processes. And that can be challenging for us because obviously managing Workday 
more often than not, we're the gatekeepers when it comes to keeping those processes uh, simplified. And you know, often we're the ones that are balancing meeting certain requirements uh, or local legislation versus uh, having a seamless process and, and removing barriers and complexity. Um, so, so that could be tricky, but we just kind of keep that top of mind. You know, going back to the no corporate BS, we have to remember who we are, kind mm-hmm. of where we come from, stay humble, and we have to um, just take that seriously and, and build that into all of our conversations we have internally. Um, next one is efficiency and, and frugality. And from the beginning, Bolt's really been able to be successful and survive because of efficiency and, and, and frugality. And, and the core concept is that if we spend our money wisely, we pass those savings on to, to our customers ultimately. You know, we don't want to be one of those large enterprises that doesn't worry too much about their annual spend on uh, their HCM products or um, any, anything we're just supporting our HQ functions. Ultimately, the lower we can keep our HQ costs, uh, the better for our business that is and, and, and the more savings we can pass on. And then the last one is acting like an owner. So it really comes back to how I talked about um, launching your own startup in your own country. So yeah. um, acting like an owner and that, that kind of means autonomy. So being able to make the decisions that, you know, that we're able to pass on to, to, to local teams, um, but also having a personal interest and a passion in doing things right and achieving things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can, you know, that can be good and bad, right? So sometimes... Um, if you own something and it goes wrong, that's not, not as great. And in some organizations, you could pass the buck a bit easier. Um, but in Bolt, it's kind of, you know, shared successes and failures. I think really, really great to, to have, have that autonomy and to feel like you're part of um, a real purpose-driven organization that has, has some objectives and wants to, wants to change things and, and change society, not just, um, you know, make, make money for future shareholders. Brilliant. Oh, you, you touched on there um, this idea of great people over complexity. How does that affect you in terms of the approach to, to talent and recruitment? Yeah, absolutely. So for us, um, recruitment is of the utmost importance. I think my recommendation to, to people who are first deploying Workday is you need to start thinking about your team really, really early in that process. Sometimes uh, the error a lot of work that customers make is um, they don't actually build their team early enough in that process. And what that can mean is it's almost like you're driving in the dark at that point, you're making decisions without actually having people come in and understand your business. And even if you leverage partners and you bring in other resources and contractors, they still need time to really understand what makes you tick and what your strategic objectives are before you can start translating what that means in, in, a, in a workday perspective or any other ERP solution. So, you know, build that, building that team early of the utmost importance. I also think getting that team mix right is really, really important. Um, we found quite a lot of success in, in kind of blending a team of ex-consultants like uh, myself and Jacqueline who runs our finance systems team and then bringing people in from uh, other customers, uh, particularly with things like uh, reporting and analytics. Uh, you know, we found there are people who have spent a few years at a cus- another customer that really understand business analysis and how the business works. And then we have people from the partner side who have really, really strong technical expertise and can go really deep and can really operate without much uh, dependence on external resources and consultancy, which for us as a frugal company is great. So I think getting that mix uh, right is, is really important. You also don't want to forget people who are already in the business and have, have tenure and have been there a while and really understand what makes things tick. So we found converting people from other departments within the people team who have an interest in technology uh, or even the business outside of HR can really pay dividends also. And then picking the right partners to support you where you do need a bit of additional support, really, really important. 
Excellent. I, I guess one last fairly big question to end on. I mean, we're here at Workday Rising. If uh, someone comes up to you at the show uh, over the next couple of days and they say to you, Andy, look, I'm head of people technology at a company much like Bolt. You know, we're growing really, really fast as well. We're not quite as far along um, in the journey as, as Bolt is. What advice would you give to them in terms of their ERP transformation? Firstly, don't just think of the business now as it is today. I think the trap sometimes uh, we can all fall into is looking for a solution for the problems of today. Um, and in an organization like ours, which is growing at uh, crazy speed and also is looking to be as efficient as possible, we really we can't afford to think about today when in three years the business could look completely different entirely. Um, so I think, you know, consider not just the objectives and the risks of today, but of three to five years time. You know, what would mm -hmm. your organization look like in three to five years? Uh, what would the challenges be? What solutions will you need? Um, and that's also a great way to sell it back to the organization as well. You know, not just saying, this is the problem we have today and this is how we fix it, but saying, these are the strategic problems as a business we'll face in three to five years. Mm -hmm. And this is how deploying Workday or a similar ERP will help mitigate those risks. Um, and we found that really effective, you know, rather than just saying, we need, uh, we need an HCM transformation program. Uh, we rather just came with the problems rather than coming with the solution. And then I kind of go back to what I said around starting early. You know, mm -hmm. you see so many Workday customers who they only start really when the Workday project kicks off. And actually you're wasting so much time that you had previously where you could start thinking strategically about what you want to achieve, mm -hmm. uh, building those foundations, coming up with high level decisions. Design doesn't start when you're sat in a workshop with a Workday consultant. That can yeah. start months before. So I'd say start early and more importantly than that, build that team early, have that advice, give them access to the teams and to the tools that you have currently so they're able to do a really in-depth analysis and help you make the correct decisions up front. And you know, that comes down to not just the, you know, the solution ultimately you're picking, but also things like the correct deployment partner, which is really important to get right and how you're going to grow and build the team and how you're going to support that product once it's in production. How involved were the different organizations around the world when it came to Bolt in the workday deployment? And were they sort of invested from the very beginning and, and, and had a degree of autonomy or a degree of involvement in that process? Yeah, I think it comes down to how we really manage the people function at Bolt. And it's really that hybrid model of um, working in verticals and then working at country level. Uh, and that's always a struggle, uh, particularly with security and Workday, <laughs> uh, when we're having people partners that support a whole vertical globally, and then we have other people partners who might support just the country. And I think we were able to get a pretty good mix uh, on balance looking back retrospectively, whereby our project team was uh, built up of SMEs that spanned both, uh, mm -hmm. you know, both those ways of dividing the business. And we really leveraged those people partners who were aligned with the country when it came to regulatory matters, because they were, they were the ones that were able to deep dive and make sure we were meeting all the, all the local legal requirements. But then when it came to more global strategic decisions, you know, things like how do we want our comp processes to look globally? What approvals do we really need? Mm -hmm. Those are the decisions that we're able to bring those kind of vertical level people partners and people team leaders in. And that just meant we were able to balance the consistency with the, the local legal legislation that we just had to kind of tick the box on. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, well, Andy, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. It's been great speaking with you and learning more about Bolt um, and the incredible journey that you're on. Um, that's all we have time for today. But if you enjoyed the show, you can subscribe at Spotify, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Uh, and you can also read more on the Workday blog. Thanks for listening and have a great workday. Thanks, Patrick.